0: Welcome to the Nordic Edge podcast. I'm your host, Asle Husset, and I'm taking you on an expedition to explore the Nordic way of life. From our unique cultural and lifestyle factors to our focused, happy and healthy existence. I'm excited to take you on this exploration to uncover the essence of this lifestyle. Join me on this journey as we discover the focused life on the Nordic Edge. Stay focused, Valhalla awaits. me to learn about the history of the Vikings. They spent most of the time farming, fishing, hunting, and crafting. Why this interest? Winston Churchill, he said, a nation that cuts off its historical roots is like a tree that cuts off its roots. It will wither and die. In addition to roots, we need wings. Having roots gives us a sense of structure, stability, and belonging as well as a broader perspective. Wings symbolize our freedom, dreams and aspirations, and the ability to pursue them. They represent our creativity and imagination and the power to express ourselves. Bruce Nagels, a New York-born sculptor, has also lived in Italy and now in Norway for many years. Where is this true global citizen rooted? Where are his wings taking him? I admire a man taking the road less traveled. This is a different and often challenging path. Let's hear about it. Hello, Bruce. Hi, Ashley. (laughs) Before I met you, I thought of you as the sculptor who put up those amazing uh, smiling heads Mm. in the sea outside of us. But uh, it turns out you're not from us and uh, please tell me about those sculptures and uh, your motivation and uh, what you were thinking
1: that's a good question it uh it's it was a long process but the initial idea was to was about joy about happiness mm. and it it all began with a a young student I had, a 13-year-old student, who asked me one day very simply, Bruce, why is it that when people make sculptures and paintings of, of people, they, they're they always so serious, you know? Yeah. And heavy like that, shouldn't they be a bit lighter and joyful? <laughs> I don't think I even gave him a proper answer. It just clicked in the back of my head huh. and set off a whole process. So I made all of these portraits, these busts, of people that I basically found on the internet, faces that um, that impressed me yeah. so deeply with this that they radiated this this happiness. Yeah. And when I exhibited them, then uh, to two older friends, they saw it and they started thinking about the idea of putting them in the sea. Yeah. So initially, that wasn't my idea, yeah. but uh, with time, it grew into this. I, process you know through the process they they grew in size and then the whole whole project to make them large yeah yeah. and put them in the sea yeah and the that that's the fundamental
2: Mm.
1: aspect of it you know in terms of the the outward process
2: yeah
1: yeah there's quite an inward process as well
2: Yeah,
1: yeah yeah that um i i realized as i was looking at these faces that um one being an old, old face from Vietnam, another one from Balkans. I realized they lived through war. Yeah. So they lived through hell. Yeah. And they had this intense, intense joy. Yeah. So uh, something that they had carried them through this, you know, carried them through their own personal and, and these mm-hmm. transpersonal tragedies. Mm-hmm. And they retained something that was essential of life. Yeah. That spirit of life and that connection with themselves. Yeah and that's why they're the title of the the work is the keepers of the faith
3: yeah.
1: because that's yeah. that's what faith is is trust in trust in something greater than than yourself or the essence of yourself right yeah. and uh, to believe that what you experience is real
3: yeah
1: that uh was a lot of resistance it was yeah, it caught me off guard completely yeah yeah, some people just got outraged, and uh,
0: they can't handle it. the truth. Sorry, they can't handle the truth. I suppose there's <laughs> different
1: reasons. I sort of thought of it in the end as psychological acu- acupuncture. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, something of that nature. Yeah, but uh, in the end, it, it was a it was a long process. It was a lot of bureaucracy, a lot of um, d- uh, dispensations that we had to get from all the different offices, national, regional, and local. Mm-hmm. But everything went through. Yeah, yeah, And make a long story short, they're there. Yeah. But when, when all of this flared up, and I, yeah. to, to me, in a sense, this was the most interesting part, mm-hmm. aside from the works being, mm-hmm. you know, finally put in place, yeah. was that um, when all, all this, this, what do you call it, uh, barrage, mm-hmm. and it got very vulgar, some of these, you know, mm-hmm. comments people would make and ideas people had. Yeah. But uh, I and not, not being prepared, and not really having been through something of that nature, and you mm-hmm. want to make something to make people happy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, so uh-huh. But I said to myself, well, look, if you want to make uh-huh. these p- sculptures, mm-hmm. if you want to make these symbols, and you want them to, to be that, mm-hmm. you better be that yourself. Mm-hmm. So they became a role model. Mm-hmm. And with time, that role model turned into the idea that um, there's really nothing there. It's just an idea mm-hmm. that's, that's put into a sculptural form. That's there. So anything can be a romata. They became a reminder. Mm. And anything in life can be a reminder. In other words, with experience that we have. Mm. We we talked and you and I could walk down the street and have the same experience and I could shrug my shoulders and it could change Mm. your life. Yeah. So the experience is all in the in the 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 quality and the depths Mm. of how one takes it in, Mm. what one makes of it themselves. So I think that was a really great final mm-hmm. or nothing is final. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh what what yeah. it uh added up to yeah. at the end.
0: So when people are provoked by smiling faces, yeah, maybe they you should uh, add uh, some pho- philosophy <laughs> like discussions or to talk talk to people. Yeah, say that uh, that's right. That communication is uh, is important, and uh, I suppose yeah. really in this case it's essential. Yeah. Yeah. When you get mm. uh, provoked by seeing a joy, yeah. then something is uh, maybe a bit off, I suppose. And uh, I really enjoy like there. So if if you say make a picture or something that's glad, you always think about children, you know, and these mm. are all, all mm. grown up people, and they have. Mm. You see, they lived a life, mm. and and for you, they have kept uh, the the joy as mm. the main thing to get through, All right. like mm. even war, mm. and that's a that's a good thing to to take. <laughs> mm. Like uh, we meet these small things and are afraid it will change us, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they met war and are still, mm. yeah, have a, mm. a joy. That's right. Yeah. That's uh, powerful. Yeah.
1: It was sad to hear old people say that they were ugly. Okay, they're old and they're oh. old and they're wrinkled and they're ugly. Uh, okay, and that was uh,
0: yeah. Maybe that's a fear—the fear of uh, I think so dying. Yeah,
1: yeah, sure. It's
0: um, was it Freud who said that? I think so. That uh, all fear stems from the fear of dying. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so maybe you poked something there too.
1: Mm. But
0: uh, I think that's only good.
1: Mm. That's funny when it when it also stems from a fear of living, <laughs> yeah. doesn't it? You know? Yeah, really to Both. be able to. Yeah. I think because this this is yeah. all you know psychology really, isn't it? Because mm. if um, things happen, things happen when we're young. Yeah. It's interesting, you know. You see people, and if you go to a, a kindergarten, yeah. small children or the grandchildren are playing. There there's some types who they just can't tolerate
2: mm. the
1: children laughing and playing and having a good time. Mm. So there, there's something there, you know, and and you see you see children, and at some stage of the game things happen, mm. and they lose their happiness. Mm. So where does it go, you know, or, or what do they do? What kind of a personality do they build up around that, mm. in to, to protect themselves from that pain of whatever it was that that had them lose that happiness, right? Mm. And then they can they can grow up to with all different personality types you know? they mm-hmm. can be they can put themselves in an important situation where they are their p- position demands respect or they can put them be in a think of themselves very lowly but but something is holding them back from from mm-hmm. living mm-hmm. because to really live then they have to feel everything that means really they have to feel that pain that they experienced which created the schism mm-hmm. if that makes sense to you yeah
2: yeah
0: And in the end, they are provoked by uh, by joy. <laughs> hmm. What what uh, drew you into? What, I have so many questions uh, in one questionnaire. What uh, what drew you into to sculpturing? And you are using like your life, thousands of hours. What are you want, What do you want to express? <laughs> yeah,
1: oh, it's a lot to say. Yeah, it's a lot to express. I yeah. I think. Um, it's a, it's a language yeah it's it's a silent language and it's a, i've said that every everything that we experience in life everything that we perceive is an external is an external expression of an internal dynamic mm. so as as we experience these things then I look at the sculpture in that way, that it's a way basically to give the form, give form to something that's formless, formless Mm. in a tangible sense, Mm. formless in a way like relationships, emotions, thoughts, all these things. We don't see them, but they're very present Mm. and they have magnetic qualities, they have um, dynamics, they have life energy in them. Mm. So I'm trying all the time to to translate that to transform that into these these images come in my mind mm. sculptural images mm. it's always been that way you know mm. it can be based on that it can be based on the beauty of a, of a model you know mm. the physical beauty also enchants me completely especially of women yeah and uh, or the female figure mm. and how personality can shine through that how personality mm. can decay that. Mm. You know, all these impressions that yeah. they go, and I want to somehow be able to mm. to bring them out. And yeah. why sculpture? Mm. I don't know. No, It's just the way it turned out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just the way I was. Yeah. Um, it a- was, wasn't really some specific incident in my life that uh, started me to.
0: Mm. It felt right. It felt right. Yeah. No, um, I also heard about the, what's it called, Business for Peace Foundation. Mm -hmm. You -hmm. worked with them also?
1: Yeah, that's right. What did you do? I made uh, what they have for the award, the physical award itself I created.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. uh, Do you know more about them? Yeah, a little uh, bit. I don't know so much about them.
1: Yeah. They they're basically it's um founded by a group and they it's an award, it's it's a global award mm. and it's given to it's not, not so much philanthropic mm. as it is people who have they're they're all out of they're all odd people in a way, the people who win it in the sense that they're 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 not your run of the mill people. They haven't approached business in in the standard mm. status quo yeah. way they have, uh built up their businesses in a way that has been a very positive effect on the society around them mm. or, or specific cause that they're focused on. Mm. Something to, to better the quality of life, not just for themselves and the stockbrokers, but mm. on a larger social scale. Mm. So, and, that, and that's the intention, is the belief that through business, mm. to create this new business role model yeah. that can be a way to also be profitable mm. you know these people are very very successful business people who win the award mm. so um,
0: isn't that the most important thing to do for others
1: it seems to be yeah uh, I think so we learn it more and more as time goes on how much yeah. life is uh, of a better quality
0: yeah uh, I think yeah uh, that's your path also but uh, if I got this assignment I'm not an artist, <laughs> I have to tell you, <laughs> but I would have got brain—is it called brain freeze? I, its, it's yeah. so important task that I, I will stopped working. You know, my brain. Yeah. How did you solve it? What, do you, what did what did you make for them?
1: Um, you'd almost have to see the image of it, but yeah. um, it is—it is a um, well. I had I had one statue already, one sculpture that's called uh, Tzedakah. Sadaqa yeah. is a Hebrew and Judaic principle, but it's quite um, it's universal also. It's it's based on the idea that um, of giving and receiving, yeah. of, of giving where to to help others and bring others up. You know, mm-hmm. from the f- different stages of it, from mm-hmm. giving reluctantly mm-hmm. to to giving in such a way that you help that one. Mm. Establish their own life and not need that anymore, yeah. something like give you know give me a fish and you feed me for the day, teach me to fish and mm. you feed me for my life yeah so that that sculpture had a certain form to it. I tried to convince them mm. to use that, but they said no, it has to be a handshake mm. that, that they were dead set on, yeah, and we at the end of the meeting, we decided that that handshake should be inside of a circle mm. or a ring of some sort mm. and um they for them that that uh represented the the world the cosmos mm. for me it represented a sort of insulating ring mm, yeah. to this handshake within you know, protecting it from corruption from mm. from misguided thoughts and intentions and mm. I'm not perfect myself, but of course we understand the workings on both sides mm. so what came out in the long run after I had a very short time to do it, but it's a uh a figure, mm. pre- pre- predominantly a male figure, mm. but then he's standing, coming upright out of a sort of abstract foundation, yeah. and his arms are spread out and he's holding a ring. Yeah, yeah. And inside the ring connects also the handshake. Yeah. And the ring is not fully connected itself, mm. it connects to his yeah. supporting it. Yeah, yeah. So it's in one way, it's almost like an Atlas figure where he's holding up this ring. Mm. And in another way, he is the conductor. Mm. That is connecting the ring and making it full. Mm. So in actuality, he's the award winner. Yeah, yeah. Or she. Yeah. One one woman who was a winner one year, she mm. asked me, why is, why is it a man? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to wait till next year when I met her to answer it. You know?
0: One year is a, 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 good, a good time to think, you know? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh.
1: So, so and... Uh, Yeah, and it's given out to, it used to be six, seven people at a time, who get it from countries all over the world. Yeah. Yeah. And now they generally give out three each year, so that they can concentrate more on each each, uh, individual.
0: Yeah. Business for Peace Foundation, is that right?
1: Business for Peace Award. Yeah, that you can look up, you yeah. can Google it, and um, for sure, it's given out every year in the uh, Rådhuset, yeah. the city hall in Oslo. Mm.
0: I, when you talked about the man, and, uh, before we started talk, we talked about your clay, mm. and that became a, a good picture for me. How we all come into the world and, and go back again. Mm. Can you tell about uh, the history of your clay that you have?
1: the actual clay that I have. Yeah, that you use. Oh yeah, that yeah. it was, uh, a, a large portion of it was Vigilant's, Yeah. Because he had, he had tremendous amount. I mean, yeah. when you think that, the, basically all the Frogner Parkin was modeled out of clay originally. Mm. So yeah. when he, when he died, then they, they divided up all his materials and so on to all that generation of sculptors, generation older than myself. Mm. And I had, um, I had the old atelier of Dio Devois in Oscar. Yeah. I happened to meet his grandson in a village in yeah. Brazil. Yeah, yeah, of course. And that's how it works, right? <laughs> <laughs> and that's a whole story in itself, isn't it? Yeah.
3: Know,
1: as all of these are. But um, So I, I, I had the studio and there was a, this enormous box crate of uh, of dried clay, mm-hmm. which I inherited.
0: Yeah. So you use it, you See. make sculptures, and it goes back to right. being clay again after it's molded.
1: That's right. Yeah. All, I mean, clay is ancient, right? Yeah. So mm. we do, we mod- model it, yeah. take a mold, and the clay goes back in the box yeah. to become something else. So clay has no mm. form no. of itself, you know? Yeah. It's what we, how we shape it, how mm. we model it. Yeah. What book of rules we use to do it by, you know, Yeah. in a sense. For sure.
0: How do you think uh, the art affects you as a person?
1: Uh, I'm not sure just yeah the process or the
0: art and like I'm not sure if I'm right but I think I look at the lonely artists like uh, working with this art the thoughts and the uh, I think everything we do affects us of so course it I'm, does, yeah. yeah i'm curious about how how is an artist's life's do you think it has changed you how you view life how you view yourself
1: it's it's a very hard question to answer yeah. I, I don't know if i can really answer it because you're mm. you th- this is how my life yeah. has been you know yeah, yeah. and I don't know how my life would be if I was doing something else, if the, mm. I, I, I would imagine that because I'm myself, mm. yeah, we are, I am who I am mm. as, as you and everyone else yeah. that we know. So the qualities that we're born with, but I, I do, it does give me a lot of time mm. as I work to, to, to reflect, to feel, to, to be myself, time goes slower. Mm. You know, we say time is time flies, right? Mm. Everybody's saying that, and it should. But for me, it goes very slowly. Yeah. I don't know what to compare it to. No, so it's. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of freedom, on the one hand, mm. right. Yeah. On the other hand, not mm. because maybe I don't have as much the, the. I don't. Know, Norm normal freedoms that, that people consider of um uh, different ways. But but I feel I feel less limited in my life yeah. and how I view my life. And mm. it helps me to to focus on what's essential yeah. all the time.
0: Yeah. You're in charge so and it's,
1: so it's a very spiritual it's a very spiritual activity you could say.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um when I look around and yeah, view myself, I I notice we are not able to focus as good anymore. Mm-hmm. Our thoughts are from one to the other. And mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I read about flow. About? Flow. Flow. Getting in yeah. a flow state. Oh, yeah. And this guy, he, he had o- observed the painters. And he said uh, he was a kid and he, he thought that these painters were so in love with the painting because they forgot to eat and but when they were finished they just put it away and forgot about the painting so so he he started wondering what's happening here Hmm. so they were so focused they were so like performing on the edge of what they were able to perform Hmm. Uh, so they were totally immersed in the activity Hmm. and uh, he said that this must be the most addictive thing ever to be in the flow or to to get the flow state. Mm. And uh, do you recognize kind of this?
1: Well, my someone I know I had t shirt that said, uh, Only dead fish go with the flow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like maybe another <laughs> flow. No, that's, uh, <laughs> I just can't uh, yeah. resist that one. Yeah. yeah. No, th- that what I suppose, is called the flow. Well, when all your attention and, and focus is, is mm. in one on one point, mm. then, um, of course it, it absorbs you and, and everything else falls off, mm. right? And, and that is, uh, that's when the real magic, the real creative magic happens, because mm. then you are just, um, one with that, with that sense, with that, mm. um, that, uh, energy of creativity, mm. which is the essential energy of, of, um, you could say of the universe, mm is essentially creative creativity mm. right mm. many different ways to create but uh, i think you have it also any anybody because then your intuition is is uh given given the space mm. to to not be interrupted mm. by you know everyday everyday thoughts of what to do it happens too you know mm. and have to work through periods where where it's no flow
2: mm. yeah
1: it's very important, also, mm. right? Didn't um, isn't it something like one um, percent is um, talent, the other ninety nine percent is work?
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: So it's a real. It's, it can be a real grind sometimes. Mm. But it's but when you're in that grind, also, it's um, this is when things are also happening. Mm. When when things are not flowing, mm. but you have to make everything. Yeah, you have to make it come alive yeah like making these smiling heads Mm -hmm. the i had to be in the mood i mean i had to create that that joy in in myself in that Mm -hmm. time to get that expression yeah and of course there's days where it's not like that so then i would work on the ears for example Mm -hmm. or the shape of the head
3: Mm -hmm.
1: things that that didn't need to have that
0: yeah expression
1: yeah
0: Yeah. and uh, yeah you have to have a A strong, like, why you wanted to be be there. Because, yeah, you were able to get through all the adversity. Mm -hmm. So Mm it must be important for you, your art. And uh, do you feel you're connecting with people? Or are you feeling that uh, people don't understand your art as easily?
1: Nah, well... You know, it, it's always good to keep things simple, mm. right? As simple as possible, even when things are complex. Mm. And it's good to create a language mm. that can be can be seen and understood. You you don't have to to have years of experience or study or or detailed information to to um re- respond react. Mm. to a piece mm. so that my primary thing is that it reaches it speaks for itself, yeah, and I think it uh, works quite well mm. and then of course discussing it you know most pieces they they develop into a whole philosophical or or, or mm. allegorical um story yeah, yeah or I or a, you know, I thought it, it it's it's a um, it's a mirror yeah. for me it's a mirror because as soon as like any idea anything that you focus on Mm. and the longer you focus on it Mm. and things arise questions arise Mm. responses arise whole dialogues in a sense can go on in your mind Mm. and um so it deepens Mm. and it broadens yeah so this is the part i love about the the process of it too Mm. but still it should be able to be seen yeah simply yeah I should be able to respond to just the simple emotional or or sensual mm. quality that it has.
0: Cuz I wrote something from you about like the inner life creating the outside world. Mm. Do you know, you remember what I'm talking about?
1: Yeah, of course.
0: You can you uh, explain Sam. to me
1: I think I think this is something that's being more and more understood mm. today, you know. I think, um, I was saying to a friend just yesterday that, thinking about it, both science and, and mysticism, right, mm. uh, spiritual qualities, and they're both seeking truth. Mm. And that way they share a common ground. Mm. Science searches and reaches for that truth externally, mm. while, while the mystic searches to experience that directly. Yeah. within themselves. Mm. And we're living in a time where this is merging, mm. where science is beginning to realize that, uh, for example, the the power of thought, mm. right? Your basic placebo, mm. curing people of diseases. And they say, oh, it's just a placebo, but mm. well, it worked. It cured them, actually. This is the thing. So this is r- showing mind over matter mm. and that what, what we think mm. in our deepest thoughts mm. and what we believe in ourselves come out... This is creating our our perception of the world, and it also has a has a magnetic. Everything is vibrations, mm. so it's actually affecting on many different levels.
2: Mm.
1: We all know, you know, on a on a on a good day, you know, you're mm. very positive, your thoughts are positive, and uh, mm. the people you meet you affect them in one way. Mm. If you're out there and you're miserable and grumpy or angry or something, then. Mm. It's you. You attract or you affect people in that sort of way. Mm. You're much more likely to to get in the fight with another angry guy if you're in a really angry, pissed off mood.
3: Yeah,
1: and if you feel a lot of love in yourself one day, then you're much more likely to to be able to raise that whole vibration in a sense mm. with that. So, I think that um, it's basically saying that mm. if you. Well, one thing I, I suppose one thing in the sense that goes back to that with the sculpting too is, you know, when when the, when the wind is blowing the snow around, on a winter day, Mm -hmm. obviously on a winter day, (laughs) Mm -hmm. then we have the chance to see something which is invisible, which Mm -hmm. is the form of the wind, Mm -hmm. right? Otherwise, we don't see the wind. Mm -hmm. We can see it's, the trees moving by it or Mm -hmm. people's hair blowing back by it, but when it blows up these particles then we can actually see its form with mm. the dust and so to me that's very much what the what the physical world is mm. what matter is mm. is that wind which has taken form mm. through all these creative processes mm. so what we see outwardly mm. as a physical physical world physical dimension matter mm. is essentially that yeah right Mm
3: -hmm. and
1: this is what actually I'm always reaching for In what I was saying a little bit before with the sculpture Mm -hmm. is to get to that to really be able to bring that forth yeah that's
0: before I read uh, what you wrote uh, I heard this uh, if you want to find peace on the outside you need to find peace in the inside that's my first reference (laughs) Mm -hmm. for this and also epigenetics Uh, epigenetics yeah epigenetics
1: Epigenetics.
0: (laughs) and about how you live your life uh, the stress level how this uh, affects your genes the potential in your genes Mm. how your yeah how your body brain is is shaped by everything yeah so what do you think about it uh quite different way or you talked about vibrations
1: yeah no this of course Mm. is uh, directly related to that Mm. and they know like one like the the next generation from holocaust survivors Mm. they have anxiety yeah Mm. and I think the classic classic experiment I think it's epigenetics Mm. is they would they would um, expose mice Mm. to to lavender I think it was lavender yeah whichever flower it was that Mm. they love the sense of but they would do you know Good mm. old scientists. They would give them an electric shock mm. each time they would smell it. So naturally, they would create the develop an anxiety each time they smelled it. Mm. the The next generation, without having been exposed to the experiment, also had anxiety yeah. of the smell of it. So mm. it it proves in that way that it's something that that that, that latches onto the genes, mm. and it can it can go the other way as well, and it can disappear with time.
0: Yeah. But, uh, they tell us which world we are living in.
1: Yeah. So if you think about these exactly, this you know, and back through the through the generations and generations and generations of mm. our being, that yeah. uh, were pretty complex.
3: Mm. <laughs> but
0: what I think is amazing is if all these bad impressions had just been stored in us, uh-huh. then I think mankind had have dissolved. Yeah. Because we we have been Too destroyed. Much, yeah. So, I think the good trumps the evil mm. in mankind. Mm. So, I think also the good is stored.
1: I believe so, yeah. Mm. Mm. So, but Very well it, said.
0: it's easier to measure the bad side <laughs> that yeah. you see after famine, the sons get easier, fat, uh, mm. whatever, it's mm. easy to measure. That's right, yeah. Compared to the good, uh, good things.
1: When you just think of all the things that could go wrong in a day, that could go wrong in your body, mm. and they don't. yeah, So that shows that, yeah, mm. that that positive force is much greater. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah.
0: What do you do? You, you talked about the focus. Do you, do you get the focus, like, automatically, or do you have something you, uh, I see... Uh, people in sports they have uh, rituals to get themselves into focus mm. the tennis player he bounced the ball four times and then he has <laughs> to has to focus or start with meditation whatever they they put themselves into this state mm. or uh, or do you feel feel the day each day for itself uh,
1: so it's, it's t- I think I'm a bit of an anomaly in that way because I don't have a specific uh, I, I don't know. It, mm. it depends what what I'm working on. It depends. It a lot. I think it depends on that. Mm. So I can start my days very differently.
2: Mm. You know. Yeah.
1: It takes me a while to get from home to the studio yeah. because I have. Um, I spend a, a good hour every morning mm. meditation, mm. prayer, and, and these things because that really settles my nervous system and puts my puts my mind yeah. heart in the right place. Yeah. So that's essential for my day, for mm. my life, and mm. those around me.
0: Yeah. Naturally. You start with some gratitude and yes. some peace.
3: Mm.
1: Yeah. Good. So, Good. Uh, and when I get to the studio, like I said, it depends. Almost what I meet when I come in, if I have pieces out, I can jump right on it mm. and, and be right into it. It depends on maybe where I left it the night before, the day mm. before. Mm. Or I can, if I'm a bit tired, then maybe I sit. I can sit and sketch for a while. I can sit and look at my phone and and get inspiration. Mm. Look at books, get mm. inspiration. Yeah. Maybe I take start the day taking care of a certain parts of external business, mm. contacting people and
3: uh, things mm.
1: like that. But I, I'm not that that what I said when I get up in the morning. That's mm. basically my only routine. Yeah. The rest of the day is is a wide open slate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just know that I want to use the time in the...
0: Yeah, but don't that s- the mornings don't that set the mood for the rest of the day? No, that's the point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't think you need more perhaps than the start. Well, it works. Um, it works pretty good. Like yeah, this, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good, good for you. And yeah. you, uh, I mentioned you're from New York, and you're born in New York, but
1: new york state yeah okay yeah so
0: more on the countryside
1: yeah well not the countryside Mm -hmm. really i grew up in a suburb yeah with the my family middle class jewish family Mm. living in the suburbs outside albany new york that's the capital yeah and um quite normal Mm. until i was a teenager then after that we don't have to talk about <laughs> right now <laughs> uh,
0: maybe teenage is some kind of madness i think so
1: yeah yeah and there's a special time in you know, early 70s mm. there Was still a lot of business going on mm. left over from the decade before yeah the decadence before yeah. so uh, but then i left when i was 17 18 i mm. spent years hitchhiking around in the u.s mm. i wanted to i wanted to unwind a lot of um Status quo. I want to to get somehow get back to something that I perceived as as the the root of myself and understanding myself. Mm. Some drive I had that was that wouldn't leave me alone. You know, mm. so I had a lot of very strong experiences then, mm. and I actually I loved to. I had nothing. You know, I'd love to travel with basically a, I had a a coat and a pair of shoes in my knapsack and, mm. and I would find work along the way mm. I really left myself open it was a nice time in the US mm. back then because you could really do that in a way and there wasn't a lot of great dangers mm. that were around every so often something would would come up but uh, mm. it's very interesting mm. seeing m- meeting all all sorts of people you know mm. putting myself in touch and contact with a lot of people who types of people it's, it's, Circles in society that I wouldn't have associated with. Mm. Stepping in and out, you know, everything from from lost vagabonds to to wealthy homes and the whole spectrum in between. Mm. I really wanted to unwind. And
0: yeah. Did you see the different perspectives of the world? Uh, even then, that they lived in different worlds, even if they stayed in the same town or.
1: Well, I began to really understand it then. Mm. Or, you know, that was the the dawning of it mm. coming on. Yeah, because it's the first time I'd been out in the world, really feeling everything that um, mm. as an individual.
2: Mm. Yeah.
1: I think that about being an individual is it's very essential and i think is very misunderstood sort of misused concept because Mm -hmm. individual doesn't mean egoistic it doesn't mean me me Mm -hmm. but individual individ means undivided
3: okay
1: so in other words the you know you you have in 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 the whole of creation you know you have this this tremendous non non non-entity non-defined Mm. energy but but everything that's that's created within that is actually individual mm. you know from every every plant every blade of grass every animal every human mm. being it's it's based on these being um mm. coming from the same all life comes from one source mm. but it expresses itself in endless ways just like the silly metaphor about the snowflakes you know mm so that that sense of individuality of of being able to to know oneself Mm. to trust that what you know Mm. is is true what you experience more or less is true Mm. and to respond to to people we meet to we can learn things from or we can show things to Mm. but there has to be this response to to yes Mm. I experienced that and it's so regardless of what uh, what others may say
3: yeah cool
0: I think that routines are important good routines (laughs) in life but I also believe that you really see yourself only when you give yourself a challenge that maybe you're a bit stressed or you can think of yourself as this kind of person but suddenly you see I'm not that kind of person I
1: yeah, when the I, pressure, I, when the back yeah. is against the wall. Yeah, like yeah, that, I yeah. get too
0: frustrated, yeah. or I I'm mm-hmm. like this and not that. Yeah. Um, but uh, did you find yourself? Yeah, on this over st- yeah. and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good point. <laughs> over yeah. Over. yeah,
1: and and the other yeah. side too, because mm. actually when one can can really calm yeah. calm themselves, you know, mm. like a pendulum swinging, you know, mm. the pendulum is swinging, but it's interesting each time that pendulum reaches mm. its extreme point, it's actually at a point of rest. Yeah. Yeah, of course, and and we want to if we get that pendulum in our head, <laughs> yeah. we, we can we can slow things down and calm things down, and the combination, the play between the, mm. the the action and the and the rest like that. So in other words, between those kind of experiences mm. of being under the pressure, yeah, you know, in the back against the wall, combined mm. with actually then that release and the opportunity, if we focus in the right way to 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 take it in and to integrate it yeah, and yeah, make sense of it yeah. and back and forth and back uh, and forth yeah. Yeah.
0: and on that note perhaps it's like I always missed not being able to see the Norwegian society truly from outside because I look around I think this is uh, normal you know but at some point when you came to Norway you were able to uh, see us from the outside Hmm. what what do you think? It must be some uh, changes.
1: And yeah, some differences. it's a lot of different things. I didn't yeah. come here direct from the US, you know. Yeah. I've been traveling and I've been living in Italy.
0: Yeah, tell um, me about that. Tell me about you. You traveled in the United States of America and then you flew straight to Europe or?
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, I, I stayed in one area for a few years before yeah. I left. Yeah. And,
0: um. And Then to Italy.
1: Then, then no. Then I actually I took my bicycle. I rode my bicycle from Paris to Budapest when I was twenty five. <laughs> slowly, slowly, slowly.
3: Uh-huh.
1: And this it's too, it's too much stories within this to use yeah. up uh, yeah. the next four podcasts, I suppose. But <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> then I ended up in Greece, mm. in Crete, and then I ended up in Italy. Yeah. And then when I was, and that's when I actually because I decided when I was thirteen mm. that I'm going to be I'm going to sculpt. Mm. So when I came to Italy, then I said, okay, now I'm beginning. Mm.
0: This is the motherland.
1: This is it, yeah. yeah. It's, how can you not? If you have any any attraction to sculpture, then Italy is mm. back to the womb. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. But um, coming to Norway then, yeah. the, uh, what, the first thing, I really loved the basic honesty yeah. of people here in Norway mm. yeah, when I came. Yeah. Came from Italy, you know. We all know that—that's Southern Europe. I love Italy. I love Italians, with the corruption and uh, yeah, it's, uh, stories, this and that. It, it was difficult to trust mm. a lot of situations. Yeah. I met a lot of good, honest people. Mm. But uh, I came to Norway, and things seemed, in one way, much more simple,
2: mm.
1: much more honest. And and the love, which one grows to. To, to see as a as a real sort of hindrance in life mm. it has a positive side to it which I experienced then and that was that you could meet whoever you wanted mm. you know everybody nobody was was so so much of this or so much of that that you couldn't meet them so I met lots of um, people who who in the US I probably would not have been able to meet so easily you know, because mm. uh, th- Americans very. Once you're a star, or once you're this or something big, then you very often become inaccessible. Okay, not always, or it used to be like that. Mm. But here it's very simple. But um, but that changed a bit as time went on. Mm. You know, one thing in in the U.S. Uh, people tend to support somebody, support each other mm. when they see that there's something going on, something positive, or some talent or some qualities. Mm. Then people rally behind it, and mm-hmm. they lift it with, with intention and with a drive. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't find that in Norway. Mm-hmm. I found very much the opposite in the yeah. way. Unless you were certain dot, 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 mm-hmm. then it, it didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't see it going on around, mm-hmm. not just with myself, but with, with a lot of people around. Mm-hmm. So I realized that there is a certain, um, then this jantelov love, mm-hmm. as you call it here in Norway. Yeah, yeah. It starts. Uh, it's very prevalent, mm. and I start to. I'd, I'd meet young people with really great talent and great minds that were not appreciated, mm. and ended up on the wrong side of the of the road because of that. You know,
2: mm. the, mm.
1: the utilize, utilizing of one's potential
2: yeah.
1: is very important to. Mm. Well, it's uh,
0: the waste of talent is uh, unfortunately a very common thing.
3: Hmm.
0: It's uh, yeah, not so good, but uh, I realize it's uh, kind of different. I, I look at it at, uh, in the 18th century when we sent almost half the Norwegian population to the United States. It wasn't an introvert event, you know. <laughs> was, we sent all the extroverts is that what happened <laughs> yeah, yeah I <laughs> think so that's my private uh, like, uh, uh, in uh, a
1: sense <laughs> yeah it's probably got some basic truth to it <laughs> yeah. so uh, mm.
0: you, you met the uh, ones stuck, mm. stuck at home the descendants mm. so sorry for that
1: <laughs> same thing unfortunately happened to a lot of Christians too because the most brilliant ones became priests yeah the most the brilliant ones yeah. often became priests yeah. and then they couldn't have children
2: Oh, shit. So you yeah. lost a lot of
1: yeah, yeah. lot of good, healthy mm. minds and spirits yeah. through that process.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: But uh, it's funny because in Judaism they have as many children as possible. Yeah, makes sense. So the yeah. yeah. But uh, you know, I have. I think a- anywhere you go in the world, mm. right, you're going to have advantages and disadvantages. Mm. I feel very fortunate to live in Norway. Mm. I really do because when when I look when we look around at the world and the state of the world and uh, mm. the the basic level, especially comparatively, you know, mm. to the peace in this country, to the uh, economically, you know, mm. everybody in Norway basically has a life still. Mm. While we see in other countries, it's really it's decaying. Mm. The U.S. is not in a good state at all. these days so I actually Mm. I prefer to be here Mm. you're never going to find I don't think one is going to find any paradise Mm. on earth in terms of a system where one goes you know so it's a lot to do with the people you know Mm. the people you meet and the quality of life that you carve out of that
0: yeah Uh, do you think Norway will have this polarization too eventually yeah I s- yeah, see it's the coming. the rich yeah. ones go to uh, Switzerland, and the ones getting social benefits go to Spain. Mm. Uh, don't know what's happening, you know. Mm. It's uh, suddenly we will we'll be stuck with uh, only the people in <laughs> in the middle.
1: Well, I mean, there's definitely econ- there is an def- economic um, spread mm. that's developing a lot more in Norway than it used yeah. to be. Right, things are much more on key and. And the, where the resources are and where the resources are not, mm. I don't like the way the health system is going, where it's being turned into a a, a business of efficiency mm. rather than focused on the on the on the individuals. Mm. If we forget that life is about the people, mm. right? And of course, looking after looking after environment and so on too, but mm. but we have to look after each other mm. if we can't look after each other on a on a basis of what we are and how we are mm. then then we're we're asking for trouble mm. when, when we have a big explosion of of mental illness and yet the system just keeps putting more pressure and more efficiency mm. as the emphasis it's it's like Swimming and wanting to be dry, it doesn't work. You have to be able to stop and change mm. to see the root. You have to always get back to the root mm. and see what the first cause mm. is because I think it's very often the only way to to put a real change into effect.
0: Yeah. Maybe it's not always best to have the people st- that have been studying ec- economics <laughs> to be the bosses of all these ins- institutions. That they want to have bigger and bigger.
1: No, You have to go t- to the people who have experience. Yeah, to get the more
0: efficient, and okay. then, and then they understand this is not working. So we we get a smaller, mm. and then it's got too costly, and then they got so it's your pendulum. <laughs> that's right. There. It's going back and forth. I yeah. believe maybe in this era, but something I always like enjoyed in Norway. That's it's like kind of uh, okay to. Is it called kick kick upwards? You you can criticize upwards, yeah. But you will never criticize
1: downwards. Yeah, I th- it, there there's very some very healthy things about mm. in in yeah. that way, you know. Yeah. Andre, Android, like
0: but but do you think we've gone too far with this? Or have we became a well, Norwegian too? So you you don't see it from the outside anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've been here for over thirty years, so mm-hmm. I definitely have. Uh, Learn, learn to adapt yeah. but um i I don't I don't like politics mm-hmm. I, I don't involve myself in politics mm-hmm. because um, people are divided by politics mm-hmm. unfortunately you know if you're on one side then you don't like what the other side does and mm-hmm. vice versa mm-hmm. what did Mark Twain say he said if you put a hundred red ants and 100 black ants in a jar mm. nothing will happen mm. but the moment you start to shake that jar violently the red ants will begin to kill the black ants and vice versa because they'll perceive the other one as the enemy yeah. when in fact the real enemy is the shaker mm. so i don't like seeing people divided that it's happening more and more these schisms mm. the pitting people societies nations mm. cultures it's been going on for a long time but um it mm. operates like that, yeah. right? But mm. that that's a whole other yeah. discussion. Others. And, and it's obviously it's playing a lot through politics yeah. on different levels. Yeah. The others. Yeah, whether <laughs> yeah. whether they're knowledgeable or, yeah. or they're naive about it, it's still...
3: Mm.
0: They're not like us. Yeah. That's the basis of... Mm.
1: But, it's, but it's a beautiful country too, you know? Mm. I, I met Odd Nedrim when I first came here. Yeah? In the very beginning and he said to me he said w- why do you why does an artist want to come to norway yeah good question <laughs> yeah and my first reply was the nature mm. it's just tremendous i traveled up to lufoten in the beginning mm. and it was uh you know it was mind-blowing like we used to say mm. that the the just the beauty and the the dynamic of it all mm. the forces of nature and mm. Yeah. very very beautiful country
0: I hope I get a visitor from America one day so I can see it myself
1: America yeah because you yeah. don't
0: see it before you have a visitor to show it too often mm. this kind of uh, old things unfortunately
1: yeah it's not the same country <laughs> that I grew up in yeah. no.
0: but um, as a f- final question if what? What kind of advice would you have given the younger version of yourself? (laughs) A lot, you know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'd knock him in the head a bunch of times. (laughs) (laughs) and say, wake up. (laughs) What's the most? What what would I say? Yeah,
0: a couple of of good advices to yourself.
1: That's a good question. I would say to settle down. Mm Mm-hmm. Calm yourself mm. and look at things for how they are. Mm. Not be um, not be emotionally affected, mm. you know. And that doesn't mean not to feel. It's the contrary, actually. By really mm. feeling, then. Yeah. And I, I would have told myself to look um, look look deeper in, into myself early on. Mm. Understand myself mm. and understand the conflicts within myself. Mm. That uh, obviously created a lot of conflicts externally. Mm. Back to that. And uh, positive, that love, just to nurture that. Mm. Nurture that and and understand things through those eyes. Mm. Rather than uh, other entanglements, you know. Mm. Probably something in there, you know. Mm. And I think I would have approached my whole my whole sculpting career in a different way.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah, I would have um because I'm basically self taught, you know. Mm. So I, I would have I would have built up a foundation in another way. And I would have built up um I have built up built built up a certain network, a certain professionally. Mm. I think I would have dealt with that side of mm. things a bit more um it more realistically mm. rather than so idealistically mm. because there's a realistic side that um, that I didn't want to have to deal with mm. I didn't you know just make the art make the beautiful make it as I want mm. and it should go mm. but it doesn't go that way it's, uh, the art world is not really just focused on the quality of your work it's mm. focused on how you present it to the world how you market how you're marketed how you're brought forth and mm. so I definitely would have taught some lessons in there too mm. wouldn't hurt
3: yeah
0: good point mm. thank you very much Bruce Likewise
1: thanks for your time yeah very <laughs> and interesting with, with to you. very good questions yeah thank okay. you yeah so and uh
0: then I look forward to seeing what you produce in the future and I will remember you as more than the man who made the heads in the sea in Moss
1: but that works as the man that made the heads <laughs> in the Sea and Moss, you know? Yeah. That's enough in itself. Yeah,
0: I suppose. I think.
3: Yeah.
1: thanks so thank you.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>